The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody podcast is the proud sponsor of the 2021 PFPI Gala. This is the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Welcome to the Greg Cody Show. It's Super Bowl week, and we have to get right into it. The Battle of Goats. Two goats face off. It's old goat Tom Brady versus young aspiring goat Patrick Mahomes. So let's get right into it by going to an expert, an absolute expert. Ron McGill, what does it look like when two angry goats face off? (laughs) Wow, what a privilege to be here on this platform talking about goats. Well, listen, let me tell you something, Greg. Here's the deal. You got an old goat, you got a young goat. The difference immediately is physical capabilities. The young goat is spry, he's fast, he's quick. But the old goat, the old goat's got knowledge. The old goat's got experience. And if you look at goats in the wild, the mountain goats, yeah, you know that young goat can go up the top cliffs and go real quick and go all over the cliffs. He can take the long route. But the old goat, the old goat knows the shorter routes. The old goat knows the smarter routes. So by using his brain, the old goat doesn't put himself into the position of being hurt because he's learned his lesson over the years. Whereas the young goat might be a little cocky. Think I can do this. I'm faster. I'm younger. I'm stronger. I can go on that cliff. But one bad step and it's all the way down. Whereas the old goat might say, listen, I'm going to take the tried and true. I'm going to do what I've done for many, many years that have gotten me to be an old goat. (laughs) As opposed to the many young goats that many times never make it. To be an old goat. Now, uh, in, in this case, Ron, um, the match is happening in the old goat's backyard, and yet the young goat is the three-point betting favorite. Does that sound right to you? Of course not. It doesn't sound right to me, but these are football people. They're not looking at the true meaning of goat, okay? You're in the old goat's territory. All the more reason he's going to have that much more. Why? Because here, the old goat knows where the predators are. That's why that's his territory. He knows how to avoid predators. The predators aren't going to be there. The predators are going to be there for the new goat. And they're going to see that new goat. They're going to say, this is candy for us. We can get this guy. They're going to get on that new goat. Okay. That new goat is food. That's a big issue there. People don't understand that. People don't understand that. You've got the, 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 the snow leopards are going to get the goats. Okay. The young goats, it's the old goat that has made it so long. He's avoided. He knows how to avoid that part of the danger of his life not just in living on the cliffs, not just in finding the, the best route to the goal of where he wants to go, but also knowing his enemy, okay? So I, I really think, I got to be honest with you, I hate to say this, but the old goat, especially in this circumstance, when you're doing this analogy, this, this analogy with, with football players, and, no, it's the old goat all the way. Nah, I'm going with the young goat. Much more athletic. Yeah, sh- and here we stronger go. Stronger at this point. Sure, sure. Yo, why? Because you're a young goat, Chris. I'm sorry, you're a young goat. Yeah. And that's what happens with young goats. They get cocky. They think they got a little too much going for them, okay? That's at right. At the end that's of right. the day, my father used to always tell me, there's no substitute for experience, young man. No <sighs> substitute for experience. There you go. Oh, man. If I can get this young goat at minus three, I'm taking that all day. <laughs> I... I, I Somebody just put $2.3 million bet on the old goat I read today. Wow. By the way, that's... Uh, Dan must be uh, getting back into sports betting. Now, 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 hey. now, do, do both goats have their full herds with them? That's a good question. I know uh, the young goat <laughs> will be missing his a key offensive lineman to protect him. Ah, key, one of his key herders. Yes. 
That's now, right. now I've got them at a farm. I don't know. Like, are there wild goats? You mentioned wild goats. I think of goats in a farm. No, no, no. They're wild goats. The mountain goats. They're incredible. Their their dexterity, their physical ability to to navigate through incredible places is phenomenal. Um, and they're good fighters. I mean, they really are good fighters. You know, and you know, all goats depend on other goats in their herd, especially goats that have been with them like a long time, like you know. Gronk goats. Gronk goats are big. Okay. These are Bear. They, they, these are really important. So you, I'm telling you, I think that's that's the secret here. You got the Gronk goat, you got the Brady goat, and together they are a duo of goats that are going to be a tough wall to get over. Ron, as, a, as someone who's uh, made a, a life of, of being so passionate about animals, do you hate the fact that the, the good name of the goat has been usurped to mean greatest of all time in an athletic realm. Doesn't that sort of denigrate the goat, the animal? Oh, I don't know, Greg. I, I look at it as kind of a positive, saying a goat. This is what a goat is. I think it shows that the goat is intelligent, it's athletic. It deserves to be. I think uh, maybe some of the, the narrow-minded athletes might look at it the reverse way, saying, I'm not a goat, I'm a lion, I'm a tiger. <laughs> because they don't get it. They don't understand the meaning of an acronym. That's fair comment. But look, the, the controversial animal rights group PETA came out this week and said that using animals as insults perpetuates speciesism, the assumption that human superiority um, leads to the export of animals, such as don't call me a chicken, uh, don't call somebody a rat. Don't call Dan a hippo. You sure. Know, look, look, guys, let, let, let me tell you something, okay? Life is just too short. We have gotten into a society now where political correctness has dominated the ability to be lighthearted, to have some fun. Um, I promise you, the chicken is not offended when you call a person a chicken. OK, I promise you that. So let's not get this over the top where people forget how to have a little bit of fun by saying that you're not hurting any animal. You're not denigrating any animal. Everything is a little tongue in cheek here. And we need to get back to a society where people understand that and stop being so God blessed extremist. <laughs> I, I agree with you. No, I do. I mean, it's, it's sort of ridiculous. Uh, Ron, before we let you go, tell, tell us again how people can... Um, contribute to um to your great cause uh, oh, I, I appreciate at zoo it. miami listen you know the ron mcgill conservation endowment uh, you can go to zoomiami.org go to donations make sure when you make the donation you specify ron mcgill conservation endowment when you make a donation in that endowment folks i promise you not a penny of that goes to the zoo that money can only go to protect animals in the wild it goes to wild conservation in the wild which is the reason why i work at the zoo i appreciate it greg though but again old goat remember that chris old goat and now this endowment, I believe you said, it, it like gets invested, right? So it's always that's growing. That's exactly right. When you donate money to the endowment, the money you donate never gets spent. It goes into what's called a corpus, and it keeps on producing dividends, so it keeps on growing. So long after me and you and everybody who makes a donation now is gone, that, donate, that, that endowment continues to give to conservation. It's a legacy that anybody who gives to it leaves on. I was thinking maybe this weekend that the endowment was invested in GameStop and it was maybe like tripling and quadrupling or something. <laughs> no, it's not invested uh, in GameStop, we're, we're, your endowment? I don't like to take that kind of risk with uh, conservation money. That's smart because that's about to crash. <laughs> in fact, when this podcast comes out, it might have already crashed. I appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. Ron, I want to I leave you with a fact uh, that in, in research. You know, I, I do a lot of research before I make my Super Bowl prediction, so that led me to do a lot of research about goats. And uh, it turns out a common superstition in the Middle Ages was that goats 
whispered lewdly into the ears of saints. Now, <laughs> I don't know whether that was true. I'm old, but I wasn't around in the middle. Right, we're wasting Ron's time. No, 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 no. Let him go. I, I, I'm curious to it. ask him uh, who between Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady do you imagine is more apt to whisper lewdly to someone? Oh, I think that's going to be Patrick Mahomes because you're young, you're cocky, you've not learned to have a filter, you don't have the experience yet to realize the things that come by and bite you in the ass later on in life. Whereas I think Tom has probably learned that and he's demonstrated that by maintaining his privacy, I think, pretty well. Okay. <laughs> and do you have an actual Super Bowl prediction? All kidding aside, yeah. I know you're a you're a sports fan. Um, I. I an actual Super Bowl prediction, I probably think the Kansas City is going to win. Yeah, you got to do it. The young goat, I'm yeah, telling you. I, well, I don't think it has to do with the young goat. I just right, think, right. I just think that Kansas City is going to win. I, mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I take that back. I, I, I hope, I hope that Kansas City wins only because I think Mahomes does have the potential of being the goat when he gets to be Tom Brady's age. God forbid he doesn't have any kind of career-ending injury or something like that. And I think it'd be a great path for him. I think it's a you know, Tom. Tom's had his run, and um, quite frankly, I've had enough of him. Uh, I, see, that's funny because I feel like you're probably a Dolphins fan, right? Or down yes. down South yes. Florida. So, like, we're all kind of in that same boat. And as a Dolphins fan, I almost look at it now as where I like Brady now better than I did before. I'm glad that the Patriots stink now. So there's part of me that's rooting for Brady right now this season more than obviously than I ever have. Oh, I do too, and I love. I'm, 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 I can't overstate how much I love Gronkowski. I just think that guy is everything a football player should be. Yeah. He is tough. He is incredibly gifted. He's self-deprecating. There's mm -hmm. something that I love about someone who's self-deprecating. It shows mm -hmm. me that they have a sense of humility. Um, you know, ever since I've watched him in some of these game shows and stuff, you got to know a little he's bit fun. more of his personality. Yeah. He's funny. He's fun. He's a guy, you know, he's like Shaq in basketball. Yep. A guy who kind of makes fun of himself. He's a big goof, and but he's a great athlete. And uh, so Gronkowski, if I had to pick a favorite player in the NFL for me, it's, it's him. Because the guy just makes me laugh, and yet, man, he walks the walk, dude. Yep. Ron, as we say goodbye, I'll mention that uh, 2027 is the next year of the GOAT on the Chinese calendar. Will Tom Brady still be playing? No, that's when Patrick Mahomes will be the GOAT. All right, on that, Ron, <laughs> thanks. Always appreciate it, my friend. Thank you, guys. Take care. Man, that guy is great. How great is Ron? I, I mean, mean, we... We love him. I was going to say, like, in terms of, am I allowed to talk about ESPN? Yeah, I am. Tim Kirchin is just the first person I think of, of, like, my radio career of, like, nicest people. But, like, Ron McGill is top five, I'd say, of just, like, jet, he, every. He, I've never had an experience with Ron McGill where he's just not genuinely kind. He is. And, and you can honestly say that um, what you hear on the air from him is what you get off the air. I mean, he's himself. He's, he's not ever portraying some character he's just the genuine deal and uh and we really appreciate him now we are moving oh, oh man oh, 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 oh. <laughs> here it comes ladies and gentlemen a cody family legend since 1969 nice how about that so it's, what do we what do we need to set up for these people like the people that have no idea like because obviously there's some diehards here that are like tuning in just for this. They know exactly what they're getting into, but there's got to be a decent amount of people here that are like, what the hell are yeah, you talking right. about? Fair. What is the PFPI? So let's try to explain okay, that. For PFPI those is, is the annual family NFL prediction thing that we do. And I keep all the stats and meticulous stats and everything. And we have a lot of fun and we've been doing it 
this is a three generation thing. My dad, God rest his soul, was involved in the beginning, and now my brother and I are involved, and Christopher and Michael are involved, and Chris's wife, and it's my daughter. Some like in a couple of years will be. She could, uh, the, you know, the uh, expansion committee is gonna oh. <laughs> gonna look hard at her. But so um, yes, okay. So this is our football pool. Essentially, my dad at the end of the year we do a football pool in our family, and at the end of the year, my dad puts on. A gala. It's really right. just a dinner and a, and a half hour ceremony. And it took about a half hour on Sunday night. And we recorded the entire thing. Now, you're not going to get the entire 30 minutes. You're going to get, you know, about 11 and a half, 12 minutes. Trust me, I spared you. It's um, the best of. It's the yeah, best of. It's the best of the PFPI gala. You're going to hear my dad's opening remarks. Um, you're going to hear speeches from uh, all. How many teams are in the league? There's six of us. Yes. <laughs> you don't know that. There's six yes. people in this league. And uh, you're going to hear the speeches of four. You know, I wanted to tighten it up a little bit. You're not going to hear from my brother or from my mom. Uh, I just, you know, it's nothing personal against them if they're listening. I just, you know, the content took, it was a lazy river of content. And I made cuts where I thought it should. Like, I, I've t- spent too much time on yes, it, all right? right you're not going to hear that. from my mom or my brother. You're going to hear everybody else's speeches. So don't get confused. And uh, enjoy it. This is the best of the 2021 PFPI Gala. And to kick off the festivities, you're about to hear a great collaboration between Levitard Show's song, Titans, Yeti Blanc, and Andrew Streeter. This is their ode to the PFPI Gala. Sunday, what we've all waited for is this Sunday. Handing out the awards here on Sunday. In an ill-fitting suit will be Gregory Paul Cody. That's when you'll turn on the live stream to stare blankly at Greg giving a speech. You aren't even in this fantasy league, but you still won't want to miss it. The annual gala for Let's have a party for PFPI. Cheap mimosas be damned. This thing's still in demand. You should cancel all other plans. It's the tradition of PFPI. Pro football predictions incorporated. Or you have to be there and pretend that you care. Or you're bound to get a death glare. season PFPI Gala and Awards Ceremony. This weekend's annual event, sponsored by the Greg Cody Show podcast for the first time, and including Sunday's Champions Dinner, is in honor of our newest champion, Dick's Rough Riders. Undeterred by the pandemic all around us, this was our silver season, the 25th year of PFPI and the 17th of the modern era for the enduring Cody family tradition. This, in a quick capsule, is the history of PFPI. 
The year was 1969, where, in a house numbered 1440, a teenage boy in Hollywood, Florida, was weird. Had an idea. (laughs) Had an idea. The Cody family's love of football gave rise to a family contest that involved predicting winners of NFL games. Formally, the venture was christened Pro Football Predictions Incorporated, (laughs) but would forever be known simply as PFBI. Our first era began with three charter teams, Dad's Dynamics, Dick's Rough Riders, and Greg's Lobos. Are you reading? PFBI ran... You've been Greg's Lobos since the beginning? Yes. PFBI ran through most of the 1970s before lapsing into deep hibernation. (laughs) Years passed. Decades passed. I'm sorry, someone was heckling. Decades passed. <laughs> Lives were led. A new generation of Cody's arrived. A sleeping giant awakened. A mighty phoenix taking flight again. A tradition reborn. Strange. The reformed PFPI included charter members, Dick's Rough Riders and Greg's Lobos, and three new era teams, Chris's Critters, Mike's Chickens, and Mom's Maniacs. One of our charter giants had passed on, and today we are proud that our championship trophy, the Dad's Dynamics Cup, is named in his honor. Voice is going. Expansion expansion in 2005 brought a sixth franchise, Ruth's Raccoons. After after eight seasons, Mom retired as the all-time Unique Hits leader, and upon her passing... Unique hits were rebranded as the Raccoons Award in her honor. Oh, we were wondering about that. Pause for a pause. For three seasons, we were a five-team league. (laughs) But expansion in 2016 welcomed in Christie's Ferraris to form the current six-team roster. Why are you going over all of this? Christie's Ferraris. Before we hear from our guests and crown our newest champion... <laughs> we offer <laughs> a brief synopsis brief, you say. and analysis well, you just did all that. of the season's <laughs> of the season's final results in these six official statistical categories: overall standings, weeks leading, weekly titles, ten win weeks, unique hits, and best individual weeks <laughs> and orgies. Christopher, please. Now listen to my song from my phone. Okay. Most fourth place finishes in a week. No, no. Those are the only statistical categories. Okay. And now let's hear some brief remarks from our six teams in reverse order of 2020 finish. You're meanie. I don't know. Where'd you put it? In sixth place, he's a five-time former champion with crowns in 2004. 2007, 2011, 12, and 14. Welcome, Chris's Critters. Oh my God! Featuring Graceland. Woo! Hey, welcome, Sonny. Already up. Um, listen, it's been a rough couple years. I don't, I don't. I have to look at the table over here of meaningless uh, stats, but I have been struggling. I've been trying to go for too, too many upsets. And I'm gonna get back to being me. <laughs> and uh, I'll be back. That's all I can say. I'm sure drinking while he's talking. Thank He'll you. He'll be back. Thank you, Critters. 
And now in <clears throat> in fifth place, our newest team, only five seasons in, in search of her first championship. Welcome, Christie's Ferrari. I'd first and foremost like to thank the commissioner. Thank you. For Appreciate having. That. Hold for applause. Yeah! How about that, commissioner? Appreciate that. Our first speaker did not. Thank you. Thank for you. another great season. Um, yes. Grace. No, Grace is doing right. Grace, read the room. I don't know where your milk is. Can you go find it? Did you leave it in Grace, the bathroom? Grace, let's say pod. Nice pants. Um, one day I strive to win, or at least come in second, because I don't think I've ever... I've, I've, I don't have a very good record at this. But I I do pick a lot of unique hits, so I'm kind of proud of that. I don't think you are. And what? Just proud of it. <laughs> oh, rude. And um, always thrilled to be here. Very appreciative that I'm in PFPI. The light's on. Thank you. What light? Like the light in an award shows. When oh, my music's going now? Okay. File. <laughs> Did you find your milk? Thank you, Christy. Uh, Lovely you know, remarks. Welcome back to man with the baggy dress pants of America. Now. Third and second place were the same this season as we had a two-way tie for second. So, since I'm up here as commissioner, let me now be up here uh, as, as one of our teams. You have to walk away first, though. And reappear as Lowell. Yeah. Wait, you're still the commissioner. Let's first bring up PFPI's all-time leader with nine championships, four of them in the modern era. He reigned in 1969 and 70. 1972, 1975, and 78, 2009, 15, 18, and 19. Welcome, Greg's Lobos. Where are you going? And people, he's literally walking away and walking back and reappearing as Greg's Lobos. He's a different man. Still in a suit. Um. Yeah. Um, I won the uh, uh, yeah. the previous two seasons in a row. Nobody has ever in our history. No one has ever won three in a row. So I knew the odds were against me, and um, uh, I'm disappointed to have finished second. Although uh, I did have a strong finish to tie uh, for second place when I was third entering the last week. But um, I would like to congratulate Dick's Rough Riders, our champion. I did want to. Uh, uh, say that I plan to reign again next year and make it three out of four. So, um, so uh, with that, with that, uh, here's my walk off song. <laughs> I just got a new cameo request. All right. Uh, <clears throat> okay. And now this is the big moment. Without further ado, we welcome our newest champion, and he's been up here before. He is second all time with seven career titles including a league-leading six in the modern era, having reigned in 1973, 2006, 8, 10, 2013, 17, and now 2020. Please welcome Dick's Rough Riders! Yeah. <laughs> 
the only one that has notes, huh? <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Commissioner, you for all your copious stats and, and work that you do, and thanks to the Greg Cody Show, yes. starring Greg Cody, yeah. for putting on this year's gala. Thank you. Thank you. And congratulations to Christy and Chris and Arlene. For existing. Having trouble reading my own notes here. Is it true you're joining Cameo? <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> I'd end up owing them money, I think. <laughs> I can't even read my own notes. Congratulations uh, to Greg. Only pick favorites. That's what it says. Yeah. And home teams. <laughs> Worked in a while. But thank you all. Yeah. All right. So. Thank you, Rough Riders. Ladies and gentlemen, this one way or another. This closes the curtain on our latest season. If anyone in our podcast audience might be listening and inspired to start their own PFPI like tradition. That would make us proud. To me, PFPI is important in ways that have been only magnified as we've been through this. Uh, weird trying season. PFPI represents what to me family should mean being close, staying close, sharing interests. It represents tradition. Tradition means things we can look forward to and rely on. It is the one bond that brings together three generations of Cody's as a part of this family's glue and fabric. I am honored to help foster that as your commissioner. With renewed hope for better days ahead, we close the book on our 25th silver season and look forward to what's ahead. Thank you and good night, all. <laughs> hey, look at Riley getting a bar. Thank you. Thank you, commissioner. All right. I got to thank Take the rest of the night off. Now go take that suit off. I shed one tear. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Um, between Michael's heckling, I'm surprised you were able to hear any of it. Um, <laughs> I didn't heckle it more than anyone else. All right, welcome back. I am thrilled that my podcast family has gotten a brief glimpse of the legendary PFBI gala, which has been such a, a great part of my life growing up and continues to be such a great part um even though we have I feel fun like with it, i feel like it was a good gala this year <laughs> like it isn't always i mean i just feel like the people got a good taste it was yeah. you doing your thing you know some heckling like right. the heckling thing doesn't bother you right it's part of the shtick it would be it would be uneventful if it was just you up there without any commentary i am totally used to it by now the whole dynamic that i am the one who totally takes this seriously and dresses up and everybody's making fun of me. That's fine because I know in my heart that PFPI is important to everybody. But let's you, move on. Do you, do you think that that's something that like the audience is going to like be like, oh man, your family's so mean to you. Or are they going to like, get the joke? Yeah, well, you know what? It's going to be similar to the Levitard show where uh, I get a lot of reaction that, you know, Dan and even you were mean to me on the Levitard show. So um, I'm used to that, but I rise above it and... um I do not let it bother me. Believe me, when you've been doing what I do for a living for this long, uh, you develop uh, alligator hide, thick skin. So um, don't you worry about little Greg Cody. Anyway, we move on from the PFPI Gala to Mount Gregmore. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
Mount Gregmore is back in the hands of its creator, me. And from the grab bag of random topics this week, we bring you the Mount Gregmore of current TV commercials for insurance companies. That's right. (laughs) It's Super Bowl week when focus tends to swivel to TV ads and all that stuff. And these are the best. First, our honorable mention is going to really annoy Christopher because the honorable mention is not just one, but I mentioned several. Um, He'll hate this because this week's HM mentions five ads. Four. Christ, man. That's right. Four you might have expected to make this list, but didn't because we're sort of tired of them. Wait, hold on a second. Are we sure that some insurance company doesn't sponsor this podcast? Um, I'll find out about it after the fact. Right now, I think we're on safe ground. Uh, I am tired of the Allstate Mayhem guy, Flo from Progressive, yes, the Geico Gecko, and the State Farm ads starring Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. There, I said it. Those are all honorable mentions, so none of them make the list? None of them make the list. And a sad list. And the one honorable mention that is there on merit, because it almost made the list, is the Geico Ant infestation ad where the the ant goes you're slouching again ted i love that one but i didn't love it quite enough so now this is absurd like all these are just honorable mention we haven't even gotten to it yet wait till you hear the quality of this list these things kick ass right now the the insurance ads lead the lead number five this one should be good because it stars an oscar winning actor in jk simmons we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two it's the Farmers Insurance Hall of Claims we ad campaign. We are farmers. Bump, 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 bump. That's right. A great jingle and a good harmony by us for a change. Number four, they play a 70s style buddy cop duo, except one of them is a giant bird that looks like it wants to peck your eyes out and eat them. It's Liberty Mutual's Limu the Emu and Doug. <laughs> I, I like hardly would not even have remembered that commercial okay, unless that, you just mentioned it. That's why I'm here for you. Number three, this ad is partying like it's 1993 as hip hop duo tag team appear in a kitchen to help with dessert in a Geico ad as a dance party ensues. Whoop, there it is. <laughs> Except they go scoop, there it is, because he's doing some ice cream thing. But anyway. Number two, the dumbfounded groundskeeper steals the show, but Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield is brilliant in the clever and cleverly written progressive ads in which he calls an empty stadium home. Better actor than a uh, quarterback. Yeah, he's a pretty good actor in those commercials, I think. And number one, also a progressive ad, this may be the greatest role in the long career of character actor Bill Glass as he portrays Dr. Rick helping new homeowners not become their parents. Do we really need a sign for live, laugh, and love? No. No, we don't. That's it. This week's Mount Gregmore. Hold on a second. I'm looking this guy up. I don't know him by name. Bill Glass. He's number one? Surely you know that commercial. The guy who's like Dr. Rick? Yeah. Where he's asking like people to pronounce quinoa... I only they, know it by Googling it. Like, I don't know. Like, I, that, I was honestly very impressed with this 
Mount Gregmore because you were able right. to come up with I had heard of all of them. Okay. Yet you get to number one, and then I'm oh. like, ah, I got nothing for that one. Okay, I'm gonna fight you on this because people listening right now, they're nodding, they're with me, they're in my corner like Angelo Dundee because Dr. Rick has become like a cult hero, like a cult figure. Great I feel, commercials. I feel like there was a huge omission by you. And are we doing what? all time or current? No, this is current or recent. Yeah. Okay, well, then maybe that's why. But, I mean, the Aflac duck. Aflac. I mean, no, not true. even a mention of the Aflac duck? No, because that's... Is, is the Aflac duck still happening? I feel like I've seen him in, like, the last couple years, maybe, at one point. I think the Aflac duck has been elbowed out of the screenshot by um, Lou, uh, <laughs> Lou Saban, by Nick Saban, in those, uh, where he does the Aflac commercials now, not the duck itself. Yeah. Anyway, that's sort of... Yesterday, that's sort of a year ago or whatever. So solid, I stick solid. with my list. I, li- I like what you're doing, man. I, li- I like you. this progression. This is so much better than the name game. Oh, the name game. The name game will always be the hallmark and the instigator. If you don't know what the name game is, you're lucky. <laughs> no, we're good because right now it's a grab bag. You know, right now you don't know from week to week what the damn Mount Gregmore You never be. know. You never know. All right. Now what? Same thing as every week where we have this like awkward lag where I'm like, come on, we're ending the episode like we do every okay. week after this is, Mount Gregmore. This is what editing is for. Um, just one time, though, I want you to remember that we always close after Mount Gregmore. So we okay. just do it seamlessly so there maybe doesn't have to be an edit. Okay. Edit all this out. Whenever I say that, you never do. But truly do this time. Okay. Thank you all again for joining us on our latest podcast. Uh, this time, I feel like we had co-stars. I feel like uh, uh, Ron McGill analyzing goats in the name of a Super Bowl preview. Look at us. How clever was that? Huh? I mean, you know. and For a ball for the people? Like, hey, we're going to break down the Super Bowl. Boom! Animal expert. That's right. But that co-starred this week with the PFPI Gala. You all have heard about it for years, mentioned on the Dan Levitard show, and now you got to actually experience it, and I hope you enjoyed that. And another successful Mount Gregmore, and I think that's about it for this week. Your voice, your voice sounds good. What's up with that? Like, not you know only what? it sounds like, you know, we've made some technological advances where we just, I think you sound better, but your voice sounds good. Like, what's, what's is there anything that you can tell the audience of why you sound better all of a sudden? I, I can tell the audience that, um, and as I say that, I need to clear my throat. <laughs> Hang on. <clears throat> Perfect. No, I can, uh, and thank you for noticing my voice sounds better because I can honestly share with the audience. I, I know some of you are worried about my health for whatever reason. Um, I've had a chronic cough for a long time. My cough has gotten much better. A cough. Uh, that's right. Uh, for for you know specific medical reasons, I won't go into. My cough is penis surgery. Better. What? You said you had a like you didn't want to tell the audience, and it was a okay. penis surgery. <laughs> okay, uh, I don't even know where to go with it. <laughs> At first, I thought you said peanut surgery and that was even weirder but then i figured out it's penis and that's even weirder all right so what um, happened i got no more jokes like you so you've made some advancements in your health that's it yeah and i feel great and thank you for noticing and uh i love everybody i hope everybody loves us riley's excited uh, pod- about your voice i know podcast family uh join us again next week won't you <laughs> thank you riley shut the hell up Ry- riley send us out of course she stops right now <laughs> We're looking for a great dog-related dismount. She fails us. A dismount? There you go. Where are you going to go with that? (laughs) Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.